0: Welcome to Geek Girl Soup, I'm Susan,
1: I'm Kelly, I'm Court, I'm Amelia,
0: and I'm Chris.
1: The gang is all here for our new monthly theme of One and Done. So every month, first Sunday of every month, we are going to be talking about a series that was canceled after the first season. And this was uh, actually sort of suggested by Chris. I think you had a particular show that you brought up, didn't you? I don't remember what it was. And it turned into a a full year of shows. And obviously we could go on for a long time, but we have all of 2022 scheduled. (laughs) And so this month we are starting with uh, as I sort of view it, the original one had done. and done. I know it wasn't. There were other shows that that were canceled before this, but this one caused such an uproar, and that is ABC's My So Called Life. Nineteen episodes ended on several cliffhangers. It was loved, especially by teenagers. And I think people in their early twenties as well, because some of those actors like Jared Leto were in their early twenties. Claire Danes was like 15 Mm -hmm. at the time she was playing her correct age, but I believe that some adults really liked it as well because they had storylines for, for the parents too. And I cannot believe it was canceled. I can't believe that like MTV didn't pick it up. And continue it, because I thought that they ended up showing it. Yeah, it would have been perfect for them. But didn't they end up showing it after ABC canceled it? Probably,
0: yeah. Sounds like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you
2: hear some of the reasons behind it being canceled?
0: Yeah,
1: go
2: ahead. Well, one was low ratings, even though (gasps) it was highly regarded. (laughs) It Just no one was paying that bill um but um uh, there was still some talk about the potential for a second season until Claire Danes decided she had no interest in continuing <gasps> the show because oh, it was no! too much of a she was actually going to school at the same time she was doing this and yeah. uh the schedule was really grueling for all the younger actors mm-hmm. on the show mm-hmm. um so, like, once that became part of the the, the situation, the uh, producer of the show uh, lost heart in because she was, like, very much um, in love with the fact that Claire Danes was all in. And if she wasn't going to be all in, that there was no point in continuing the show like that. Yeah. It, it ran out of gas, the whole drive to oh. continue and- it on.
0: And where it ended, it, it seemed like, you know, just they had a few more episodes that were planned, it seems, that that just didn't get done. Is that correct?
2: Oh, I don't, uh, you mean as far as the fact that it seemed like a short season, it was only 19 episodes? Well, yeah. Versus... First,
0: yeah, that's a weird number of episodes. And the way that network, all yeah. the stories ended, yeah, it was just like, uh, Wait a minute, we need like one or two more episodes to wrap this up, (laughs) at least the season.
3: Yeah, they just didn't get a full season pickup. It was one of those, it's one of those things they do with all first seasons anyway. Like if they Mm -hmm. had gotten the higher ratings, we probably would have gotten more episodes. And um, like since then, you know, people are always talking about it. And like, I guess the show creator, Holzman, the writer, she had talked about the things that would have happened in the second season um i can really? tell you that that if you want <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. yes yes okay so um
1: when go ahead. should we
2: save that for for after we yeah, talk oh, yeah, about okay, the okay. season okay. all right, <laughs> all, right yeah. all, all
1: right good idea. all it. right sometimes we go backwards
0: <laughs> yeah but okay this since is, Chris is here. Kelly
2: must <laughs> Kelly must know <laughs> tell me now
0: but since Chris is here we'll go Some in way. order. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so well Amelia let's start with you what's your experience with this show
4: I think that I did watch some of it in its original run I think it was and we say 1994 mm-hmm. so I would have been sophomore in high school freshman or sophomore in high school <gasps> oh, um so it was like perfect or it was a perfect age for it I think I had kind of a mild interest in it even though i did watch the entire series at some point so whether it was that first uh, original run or its subsequent like mtv showings i did watch this series i was, i've never been a huge claire danes fan so it was i think it was something that i watched more for the um secondary characters than for her um wouldn't this so. have been her first thing
2: or had she done anything
4: before this i don't know if she did anything before this is definitely her first big thing
2: seeing as she was 15 i mean what what else could she have been
4: yeah and i think she she should have done some small things romeo and Juliet,
0: maybe i think that came after that's later yeah Yeah. Uh, chris did you see any of it when it was hell no are you kidding
2: (laughs) (laughs) A show called My So Called Life about High School Girls. Ah. <laughs> this, yeah. the, uh, this is completely the opposite of anything I would have been looking for in yeah. 1994. To watch Maybe on if it TV. were a slasher film. <laughs> right. Well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> because my, this was my first. Uh, you know when we decided to do my so-called life as the first um uh, one and done my reaction internally was ugh (laughs) and I'm sorry Kelly I knew nothing about the show so that was just my 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 take on high school things like um Dawson's Creek and any of those things that take it's like Personally, I got out of high school. I'm happy to be out, and I don't want to return. You know, it's like the idea of following kids on of their stories in high school life. It just, for me personally, these are are not the tales, unless there's like some vampires or werewolves running around. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, now you've got my interest. But um, yeah, it it just wasn't my speed. Um, with that being said. Uh, this show was fantastic (laughs) and I absolutely loved it Um, but I wonder if my take on it is going to be drastically different from yours so uh, we'll get back to what I really uh, think this thing is about because I was kind of blown away with some of the subtext going on Mm -hmm. in the story Mm -hmm. I was also very surprised to find that um, you know right on that first episode when she starts complaining and it's called my so-called life i was like oh my god <laughs> this is going to be so horrible <laughs> <laughs> i was just like oh it's just got gonna- teen angst <laughs> the series this is gonna really suck <laughs> but uh, yeah poor know, little it-
1: white upper middle class girl problems right
2: (laughs) oh my lord this is just like not going to be for me and um my my tune was changed by the end of the first episode just like Breaking Bad I had that feeling about Breaking Bad I was a big Mm. um Weeds fan and it was like it's just Weeds with a guy why is they why are they doing this and then at the end of the first episode I was like oh I'm in (laughs) all right (laughs) let's go let's go and uh, so, uh, yeah, I completely did a flip-flop on this. Mind you, I've watched 19 hours in a row of uh, my so-called life. I started yesterday at 12 noon, and finished, up, yeah, <laughs> I finished up at 6 a.m. So I'm working Whoa. on four hours sleep, and I'm a little uh, drinking a lot of coffee
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: <laughs> I, I procrastinated I was not like, I started watching it earlier this week thinking okay I've got a week to do this and then I watched a little bit of the first episode and I was like oh my good gouge out my eyes <laughs> so oh. I, put I put it on until the very last minute and uh, even on that Sunday I woke up that morning and was like I know, what's on YouTube? What's on this? <laughs> I'm watching other things. And then it was like, oh, shit, it's 12 noon. I've got to start now. <laughs> so, that, that's my story. That's how I came across my so-called life. Um, honestly, love the show. Thought it was okay. fabulous. Can't wait to talk to you about what's in it. Cool.
3: Court. Oh, wow. Um, I saw this during its original run and I was, what, 12, 13? I watched whatever I wanted to watch, y'all know that like Susan and Kelly already know that so I watched whatever I wanted to watch um and this came on the tail end of me already being in love with the original 90210 so watching this like this was totally in my wheelhouse yes it went over my head with a lot of things because again I was 12 or 13 camera which um and I have not seen it since then I saw the original run uh anytime I thought of it uh I was always dreaming Jordan Catalano and like I I remembered the major, major points, but I forgot so many other things. And some of the things that I knew and loved way back then, I come I come to at a different place in life and I've changed my mind about some of those things. But like you, Chris, overall, I still very much enjoyed this, even though I didn't do what you did. Um I I I kind of piecemealed it out because it was a lot. Like I had to take several breaks in between because she's a lot. They are a lot.
2: (laughs) Without a doubt.
1: Kelly. I did not watch it during its original run. I was 25 and had a new baby Camille and it came out the same year. I probably at almost exactly the same time as friends and ER. Yeah. Those came out September of 1999. This came out in 99. uh, I Mm -hmm. assume in the fall because that's when TV shows came out so all at the same time but I saw it later so in reruns and I'm thinking maybe it was on MTV because I did see the whole thing straight through so I'm not sure how I would have I'm not sure how I would have accomplished that unless it was not random reruns but you know a playthrough so I remember really enjoying it the first time even though you know I wasn't in that age group. That was not my demographic. <laughs> and this time I, I really, really loved it. I had forgotten the details. All I remembered from it was the first episode when Angela's mother was appalled at her coloring her, ha- coloring her hair, which I just thought was ridiculous. It's like of all the things she could be doing, you're upset that she colored her hair And her red hair looked so much better on her than her plain mousy hair, you know? Oh my God, she was rocking it. Mm -hmm. And of course, I remembered her infatuation with Jordan Catalano and just his name. You know, it's not Jordan, it's Jordan Catalano. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had forgotten that they ever got together though and everything surrounding all of that. And yes, I have comments, so. Mm
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, I did not watch it when it originally aired. I'd heard a lot about it. You know, it's a good show and all of that. And so I, I was familiar with Claire Danes being on that show and uh, the name Jordan Catalano was, you know, in pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, and always first and last name. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's one of those shows. But yeah, like Chris, I, I found it and like, court you know it, it's a lot <laughs> so i started on christmas day watched one episode and it's like okay watch one or two episodes a day until next week so <laughs> yeah
2: a smart way to do it
0: <laughs> because Not otherwise the Chris,
2: way to do it
0: <laughs> no i i i don't know how you did that chris i i couldn't have done that uh, So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, It it took me until about episode 10 or 11 to be like, okay,
2: I'll be (gasps) okay with it.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I was just like,
2: oh, Oh, you're not a fan.
0: The angst of it and all of that Mm -hmm. in those, in those first few episodes and then Mm -hmm. finally like, okay, settled in. (laughs) So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting interesting uh, maybe it's just because have... i'm old and annoying annoyed
2: easily now <laughs> what do you mean you've always been <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh-huh yeah <laughs> joking kids this is the kitty <laughs> but can, can we go for a, a brief moment talk about the pilot and there was clearly some time between that pilot and the beginning of the oh, show. yeah! Like, did everyone notice how people filled out and like they just look completely oh. different?
0: That's maybe the reason for Mom's haircut, huh? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, it, yeah. possibly, um, but she has long hair. So the episode, she gets a cut. I don't know if it's but a wig. maybe it's a wig. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. could be. But like. You, you definitely see, uh, like, just look at Jordan. Jordan has short hair in the pilot, <laughs> and is uh, sl- thinner. <laughs> Everybody is thinner in the pilot. They all, they all like grew an inch and got fuller. <laughs>
0: Don't they usually do like the pilots, like in the fall or the spring? Oh, yeah. They they do all that, and then if the series gets picked up, then in the summer. Oh, even be a
2: year. Okay there there's pilot season when the things are shot and then they they air it all and then they decide what they're going to pick up okay. and then they go into production
0: and it may be the next year. there are some yeah.
2: shows that are like greenlit from the get-go Okay. in the old days before there were shorter seasons like they do that more now because you know it's easier to if you're going to put it in production for one you might as well do a short group yeah um mm-hmm. But back then, it was definitely, you pitched it, the network screened it, they decided on it, and then it went into production. And here, like, Brian, the next-door neighbor, he's, like, got really wiry hair and is super lanky and skinny. And then by the time he's on, by the time it's in series, he's, like, kind of (laughs) stocky. It's like, well, we've got to make him more socially awkward because this isn't playing as a geek. I, that was my take on what they did there. If it had been HBO, they would have
1: reshot the pilot for the actual yeah. show. But yeah, clearly they just didn't have the money or just didn't do it then. Yeah. If, if the show had been on HBO, and obviously they weren't doing things like this back then. Yeah, and if it, it wasn't 1994. <laughs> right, right. If this show had been made today with you know and Claire Danes was still that age on HBO or Apple TV it would be 10 episodes and she would love the schedule and it would still mm-hmm. be going mm-hmm.
3: if it could not needed it another
1: age. season
2: it, right. it would not be euphoria <laughs> right.
3: right but she it could not be that different. age because it would be euphoria
2: right <laughs> right right <laughs> but they made some other interesting tweaks to the show I think from between the pilot and when it went to series mm-hmm. um and, I, I, and can we, the elephant in the room for me? anybody notice the two invisible characters in the show? Do, well, tell you, do us you know what, what I'm they talking? are? No. no. The, the cat, the family has a cat that you never see. They're buying kitty litter for it, they're okay. making food for it. You never see the goddamn oh, cat. You're right. You're right.
0: And there's a character. <gasps> oh my
2: gosh. There's a the character you never see Tino. No. Oh, yeah, Tino. Yeah. Tino is in the very <laughs> freaking. He's in every That's single true. episode. They yes, mention this you're character. Right. You never but, see. Yes, this we
1: never character. see Tino,
2: and they're no. like a key person. But they also yeah. switched around because Tino becomes the leader of a band that um, Jordan's part of, right? Mm-hmm. But the party they go to in the very pilot is Tino's party, and. Jordan's friends come in and say, hey man, this is lame. Let's go to another party. So mm-hmm. clearly em- Frozen Embryo isn't a thing and Tino isn't the leader of their band at that point. Mm-hmm. So like they, they, they shifted stuff. They, okay. they decided people are different people. I, I was like, Literally. i was sitting there watching and I'm like, who is this Tino? Where the hell is this guy?
3: <laughs> like, Didn't he say that Tino called and Tino was at this other place? So Tino left his own party?
2: Yeah, he's always doing yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he didn't show, he was supposed to drive them to the club, wasn't yeah. he? And he didn't show yeah. up. <laughs> it's right. like, what is up with that? Was he meant to be a character that would show up later? Or like, and this was all a long roadmap to the introduction of hey, it's Tino!
1: Or oh, no. is,
2: was it always but, just like a background joke? Because the mm-hmm. cat thing really bothered me. It was like, They're talking about kitty litter. At one point, he's scooping this nasty stuff into a bowl. And I'm like, he's supposed to be a chef. What's that? And then he puts it on the floor. And it's like, oh, it's for the cat. Where's the cat? Where's the (laughs) kitty? Where's the the kitty? (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Weird little things like that.
1: Uh, Not to yeah. mention
2: the ghosts and the angels that start showing up later oh my on. Oh <laughs> gosh, yeah, that this episode. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that whole Halloween episode, or was mm-hmm. just like, is this an episode of of X Files now? What's happening mm-hmm. here?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I I love the Halloween
4: episode. Really, like, unabashedly love it's probably my favorite of all of them I think because it's so different than the rest mm. of the series it's the only one that or or it, rather it's the first episode that comes to my mind whenever somebody brings up the show interesting
2: for me it was the one that kind of took me out of the show because they never explain what she's going through it's mm. like is this Is she possessed? Is there, like, a mental break happening? (laughs) You know, she's wandering around the school seeing visions and then has a flower at the end It's like, what is this? (laughs) That was what I, you know, I don't mind the absurd. I don't mind the bizarre. I don't mind watching a show that's in that category. But when you... Tell me I'm in this category over here for eight goddamn episodes and then ship gears on me. I'm gonna go, what the F. Well,
3: Chris, <laughs> that episode aired October 27th, so it was around Halloween time. So that's when all shows have license to just pull Twilight and Zone shit and you have to
2: go with it. <laughs> okay.
0: Especially nice. in 1994 so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. And and I actually liked the Christmas episode. I mean, even though it got weird. I really liked how Angela's mom and Ricky finally bonded and and her mom like finally had some compassion
2: for the kids in general.
1: You know? Only to a point. I know.
2: I know well well, no, no, no. Before that she'd already shown compassion because she saved the life of Ray. And Social that was, my- yes. it was only, yeah. It was only, it was, it was, it was weird that Ricky was like where they drew the line. It's like this kid's got bruises all over his face, and they let yeah. him leave.
0: They're like what? Well, yeah, was horrible. That was yeah. horrible. Yes.
2: And the fact that they went back and addressed it, I give it yes, first. the teacher. Yes, because like I was thinking, well, they just this is just out of character for these characters, you know? Because yeah. I was kind of liking them, and then they did this yeah. shit. And I was like, okay, now I don't like you anymore. I do like yeah. the fact that the show is not just a high school drama. It includes right. the family and the parents are just as much a part of the show as right. the kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, did you notice like the, the, the titles or the uh, credits in the openings are um, alphabetical. alphabetical? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and because I, I was like, hmm, why are they starting with Bess Armstrong? By the way, yeah. do you know where Bess Armstrong's from? I know you do this, Kelly. You're sitting there, you're what? watching it, and you're going, who's this actor from? Where do I know them? Are you familiar I did. with Bess Armstrong?
1: I remember her. I didn't look up uh, anything this time, but I do.
2: Jaws 3 I, in 3D, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh, she was the girlfriend, yeah.
2: Yeah, or High Road to China, the I, Tom Selleck trying to do Indiana Jones after the fact. <laughs>
1: i do know that angela's dad is fred micklin in um the morning show
2: What show?
3: the morning morning show on apple Apple tv TV i haven't seen
2: it cool
3: he's terrible i hear
2: it's it's a good show
3: i don't have apple
2: tv so i miss a lot of those (sighs) (sighs) screw apple hate apple sorry (laughs) die 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 they're at war
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they've got some great shows.
2: Though. They, they very ma- I've I've watched mm-hmm. Foundation <laughs> okay. without Apple Plus.
0: <laughs> well, watch Invasion.
2: Okay. Yes. but uh, yeah, the, the fact that this is not just a kids' show helped mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was actually kind of vested in and and it's interesting susan that you said that uh it took you like 10 shows to start buying in which left you only nine more shows to enjoy i thought the first eight were super tight i thought okay the way the show began was like they'd written it out and it was all well woven together they picked up threads and kept them And then I thought it lost its way a little bit, starting with the Halloween episode (laughs) Uh, for me personally. It was just like, it just started doing things that were um, a little less tightly woven.
0: Well, I think that's because, you know, it's a network show. And so they have to fit the show into these little boxes. Oh, "Oh, we need a Halloween episode. We need a Christmas episode. We need, I know you have this great you know eight episode story arc but we want 25 (laughs)
2: episodes
0: for the season so stretch it out
2: (laughs) yeah and I started to feel some of that in the the middle but uh yeah yeah, it's it's still you know it it came together and uh I don't know should I just lay out what I think my theme for the show is This is a lead up to a mass shooting.
0: By Brian. Yes. Yeah. They
2: are winding that character so freaking tight. Mm -hmm. And by the end, his springs are just sprocking off the coming off the sprocket. I mean, I I was like halfway through around that 10 point, we get that episode, Life of Brian, where it's from his perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a fascinating look, but it's like it starts with him peeping he's got like a camera and he's pointing it over across the street at Claire Mm -hmm. and he's watching her and everything that has happened. It's like, she's oblivious to the fact that she's just twisting this guy into a a pretzel. And it's, it's a, it's a blueprint for the kind of, you know, angst that you can't like when he fucks it up and and tells the girl not to go to the Uh, oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I was like oh no Brian no, yeah Yeah. and that's you know one of the big problems I had was with with Angela and her being so selfish Mm -hmm. and you know so unable to look at anything from anyone's else's point of view
2: Mm -hmm. but the fact is at the end of each episode she kind of does that mm-hmm. she figures it out she just has a blind spot for the person that's been across the street from her she cannot see brian and it's not just her her family does the same yeah. thing oh yeah. it's just brian they were waiting so. for jordan to show up <laughs> and it's like brian shows up and says, oh it's just brian and so yeah. they're doing the same thing to their daughter danielle Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, well, she's, she's doing even worse. She's doing oh handstands trying to get
3: attention. Yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, but like the parents aren't even that oblivious. They know what it is. They know what he feels for her. And they're like when he takes her to that dance, and they're like, This is gonna be terrible for them. This is a bad idea, but they oh, let then, it ride.
2: When when he's up, uh, uh the father is up. Uh, nailing in the uh, gutter mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah. you're just thinking of my daughter naked. You can't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, mm-hmm. I'd like to get your perspective on the show for because for me this show was a nightmare. It was like my worst nightmare if I had girls. Holy Christ. <gasps> Everything about this show is just like designed <laughs> as a terror. It's like, oh my God, I agree with Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this
2: is a first.
1: <laughs> so, like I think I was watching it from the perspective of both Angela and her mom. I I relate when I watch stuff, I tend to relate to the protagonist, no matter the protagonist's gender or age or whatever. It's just I feel like I should be the protagonist. I mean, that just is who I relate to. If I can't relate to them, then I enjoy it less. So I didn't get the mom most of the time because she doesn't parent like I do. I wouldn't have cared about the hair. And in my experience, my girls came to me, they never dyed their hair. Um, But if they had wanted to, they would have come to me when they wanted to cut their hair, they came to me. When they wanted to start shaving, they came to me. When they had sex, they came to me afterward. But they told me, like, the next day. So we had a good relationship. Uh, Angela, I understood a lot of what she was feeling. I could remember, you know, it, it did take me back, even though their school was very different from the one that Susan and I went to. But, you know, teen angst and teenage feelings are universal. universal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like pining over a boy. Oh yeah, totally. But something Related that, up. yeah, that something I really, really admired, uh, I'll say in Angela's, the character is that they had her eventually stand up for herself temporarily. You know, because at the end she is going back to him, but he, Jordan Catalano, seems to be evolving. So, you know, we've got the time period that they're just making out in the boiler room. And he's like, don't tell anyone. And at first she's acting okay with it. And her friends are like, what? Is he embarrassed of you? You know, you can't do that. If he won't make it public, then you shouldn't be with him. And then that starts to wake her up about, oh, you're right, that's not okay.
2: And well, she I have issues speaks... with the way they do that.
1: <laughs> oh yes, I agree. I
2: agree. Going to the the, the dance and or yeah. the party and right. and basically forcing her to go see him. That, that I agree. seemed a little totally bullshit. uncool.
1: Yeah, totally uncool. But for her to say something to him, like in the boiler room the next time they get together. She absolutely should bring it up right away, and I think it's cool that they that they wrote her that way, that she does bring it up, and that she does the that they break up over that. And similarly, my girls did stuff like that, like they would break up with guys when they just didn't feel anymore, or you know they would say no to guys over whatever, and. I did not as readily speak up for myself in high school. It just felt weird. You know, I was raised a, to be nice and, you know, good Southern girl. And, you know, which meant saying no, but it, it meant in like a different way, just like not getting yourself into situations and not breaking up with guys because, you know, just you don't want to hurt feelings. Stuff like that. So um, I like how complicated, or not complicated, complex. Yeah, all the characters
2: were. Yeah, well, they were deep. They were. Yeah. I, I I thought only Brian is kind of the Joffrey of the show, where <laughs> like he's a little deep, but it's because he's in such a you know he, he explains his parents' situation. Oh, you notice they mm. the brian's parents they they peanuts they're the in the Ah. background we don't actually see brian's parents ever Mm -hmm. i don't think we do do we Mm -hmm. he is like an island and he's also the very first person who's like zoning in like we get that yearbook scene like we're going through all the classes we end up in uh for yearbook where um um Angela decides she's she's out. She doesn't want to do yearbook this year, and he takes that photo of her in the stocky way as <laughs> she's leaving the room. Um, that's when they made mention of um, no. It, it was after her comment on Aunt Frank, where um, she has to stay after and talk to the teacher. She says that yearbooks are are, are written to be what we what we think the year was like but if Mm -hmm. it were actually what the year were like that'd be pretty upsetting in my humble opinion and um it was like hmm (laughs) this is a portrait of a school and the reality of of what school is like and how upsetting it actually is Mm -hmm. and and i think they were really early on setting the seeds and the breadcrumbs towards this being, like they, they had the episode where the gun was found in school mm-hmm. and, and Ricky is in danger. And then Brian is actually the one who stands up for him there. Mm-hmm. But he's also the one who's spreading uh, the rumor that, uh, that Angela had sex with Jordan. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that boy ain't right. <laughs> yeah. That boy ain't right already. And yep. things are are going to get messy in that school. I I, I I thought for certain that this oh they're they're setting it up for the play. He's gonna show up at the play in the in the in the in the, the matrix trench code. <laughs> and he's just going to lay waste to everybody. So yeah, that's where my twisted sick and twisted mind was going watching the show. <laughs> and what and Mil- year did Columbine
1: I- happen? 99.
3: It's like 99. Yeah.
2: It's later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, The Matrix was 99. So yeah. all that yeah. stuff yeah. came afterwards. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And so, Amelia
0: and Court, since you guys were like contemporaries and, you know, while it was on, I mean, could you relate a little more to Angela and everybody in the, yeah.
3: Relate to her back then or now? Well, now, now I liked her a Not so now. much now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was younger than her so I don't know relate but I, okay let's say yes I did relate because I was very much in love with Jordan Calilano and very romanticized and dreamy with her so yeah like I, I was in her headspace and I was following her along um, and I didn't like Brian way back then not because he was the weirdo who was going to start Columbine in their school just because like he, he, he kept you know like sticking his head where he was not wanted like he was, he was friend zoned before his friend zone became a thing
2: Simp. He's a simp. He'll do whatever she wants.
3: Yeah, but now I I I liked him a little better. Now I I almost liked him more than Jordan in some of the parts of it because, like, for me, Jordan was a fuck boy. Um, with like how he treated her initially, and I couldn't remember watching it now. Couldn't remember them getting together. Um, initially I just thought she had a crush on him from afar and like for me the ticking time bomb of him and Rayanne like I remembered that like I remembered that but I did not remember how their relationship had evolved and I got very mad at Rayanne even though it was unfair to Jordan because I, I should have been equally upset with him throughout but Without um, a
2: doubt. yeah
3: yeah she, she yeah she
2: got the shit side of that sandwich she did
3: she did yeah. I mean they both fucked up and like even though with the way it ends where like they're they're not friends anymore, and she eventually you know like her and Jordan are on the road to getting back together like at the end, which sucks. Um, like that speech that he gives to her like at the up ep- in the episode, uh, and like she she's accept accepting accepting. I'm sorry, I speak. she's like so accepting of it. Like she's intrigued by what he's saying. Like wait a minute, you're wait, buying wait. this bullshit. And weren't those
0: Brian's words anyway? <laughs> no, no, that yeah. like are, yeah, like wait, after are study
3: group,
2: ones... No, well, the, she's, she's talking, talking about at the end.
3: And, no, not
0: oh, not, oh, not the oh, letter. Before. Before.
2: before, well, those before are Brian's words too.
3: Yeah, right. Well, those <laughs> are Brian's words, but like she's eating it up, and I'm like, really? But then I'm remembering she's a high school girl, so okay.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: so I
2: don't know. Yeah, the Cyrano at the end was really mm-hmm. upsetting for her, uh-huh. and the fact that she knows she and she mm-hmm. she's full up, full on told what's going on by. Yeah. Um, by Ricky and then okay. at the end she confronts him and she knows what the deal is and then she gets in the freaking car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, you just said that, that, that fuse lit match. Yeah. And, she yeah. About to explode.
0: and Amelia, I know you said you were you related to some of the other characters a little more. So which which were your I, favorites? I
4: did. I so I was a 15-year-old girl when this aired. And there there was that aspect of it that I wasn't a big Claire Danes fan. There was just something about her that... Uh, and to this day, I'm not a huge Claire Danes fan because... I don't know. There's just certain actors that you don't uh, gravitate towards or... I'm um, cruise Yeah. At, <laughs> at the time, I remember having lots of feelings about everything. I felt the mom was incredibly harsh or could be incredibly harsh, but I also thought that Angela was incredibly self-absorbed. I think even at that time, I was thinking this is, and I think as part of the little bit of disconnect for me was just like, this girl is just in her own little world and there's no like penetrating that. And I was As my life was going, I'm like a 15 year old girl, and you know, my mom left, and my parents are divorcing all at the same time. And I'm like, you are this, you know, pretty white girl in high school whose parents are together and they love each other, and you know, you have a pretty great life. So, in that respect, it was hard for me to relate to her. Um, But there were things that I did in In terms of the Jordan Catalano thing, I understood that on a level of being a teenage girl and being hopelessly in love with some guy in my high school. I didn't get the Jordan Catalano thing um, because I still don't get the the, uh, Jared Leto thing. (laughs) I don't find Jared Leto attractive. I didn't find him attractive then. Um, I, I didn't understand the interest in Jordan Calano because he just seemed so dull to me. Um, like there there wasn't anything there. I think I almost gravitated to Brian a little more because there was just something more there for me personally. Neither of them, I didn't find either of them attractive. <laughs> um, so it wasn't that, it was just more the personality thing. It was, it, there were, it, there was definitely like a complexity as I think Kelly said to the characters. And that was interesting to me, but I did have that disconnect in terms of really um, liking a lot of these characters. That being said, like Ricky Vasquez, I understood. I don't want to say I understood what he was going through because I certainly don't as a cisgender, you know, woman. I don't get his entire struggle, but aspects of him I do get. You know, the being Hispanic in a group of you know white kids. I I get that um, feeling like an outsider. I get that. Um, so he was somebody that I definitely. He was one of the characters that I gravitated towards um, more, and. Um, rayanne i i loved there was just something about her and i think that personality was to me more interesting than angela there was another character and i can't think of her name but um there was another girl in there oh is it sharon maybe it was sharon and i was the best
2: friend
4: yeah she's the one who
2: she's the the one one who looks like leanne from uh back to the future
0: yes (laughs) Yeah. So Those boobs
2: come in.
4: So that's yeah, that's my take on it. I was it was a, you know, I, I can say it was it was a good show. I um probably should have done my homework and rewatched at least some of it again. <laughs> um so this is all going off in of memory. Yeah, I, That's that's my take on it.
2: I saw it a few hours ago, so what do you want to know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, if, I think if I conscious
4: like to, to this day, if somebody can explain the Jordan Catalano thing to me, um it, it I think make... I can
2: take a stab. Sure, go for he, it. He's the man of mystery. He's that <laughs> aloof dude who's like I, I personally, you know. I don't have any attraction for Jared Leto, but I was cracking up at the end of the first episode when he does everything that she was talking about. Like she, she goes up to him and he's like, he, he closes his eyes and then opens them up and then he leaves. And it was like that was all the things that she was like in there and ricky was also he's like doesn't he lean so well it's like give us the male perspective he leans real nice <laughs> I, I, it's it's that he's the bad dude he's the bad kid what one thing i think they screwed up is that there was a really cool episode where a teacher challenges everybody he comes mm-hmm. in the substitute. Yeah. and he he makes everyone think, and um, he he immediately pegs Jordan as a person who can't read, and mm-hmm. starts like giving him the attention that he needs, yeah. and and then you know, he publishes that lit paper, and 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 that's he's done, he's out. Um, <clears throat> sorry, um, but when Grant. Who's the father goes to the school and sees that teacher and bears witness to the fact that he knows jordan can't read mm-hmm. and maybe it's because he doesn't see jordan he is jordan in that scene i think he is yeah. i think he's left he
3: is oh he is. no he's still in that scene um i think he's still in that scene. he's leaving out and okay. the, the substitute the, is upset
2: then when he finally meets jordan there should be a connection there that this is the kid who can't read well, it's like they just kind of try- they, they met they, in
3: passing like jordan they, was reasoned out and granted beautiful i would remember jordan's face but he probably well, won't
2: there are a couple of places where characters meet and then they meet again and they act as though they haven't met like the mothers of rain and and uh-huh. angela they meet yeah. and have that weird little connection. And then they meet again and it's like they've never met before. And then they meet a third time and I think they caught their mistake because they actually said, you've got to yeah. stop introducing yourself like you haven't met before. Yeah. Well, but I like, wonder
0: if they, if you know, that's a production thing and they show these all out of order or something in the beginning.
2: I don't think they could afford to because the stories fall into okay. each other. Yeah. It, my, my thinking is that the production order was right. It's just they didn't have a, a Bible that or some some of the writers didn't read the Bible right well enough. Yeah. And things slipped through the cracks. Okay. Like there's another thing that bugged me. Um, early on, there's this mother-daughter um, oh, the uh, dress-up thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that by the church? Wasn't that the church's fashion show? I seem to remember that that fashion show was a church event and then later on claire danes brings up that they don't go to church and i'm like what are you talking about (laughs) and that was all for the um i should stop hacking and get a drink (laughs) um it was all for the uh the uh halloween uh, Christmas. christmas episode. Mm -hmm. where with the angel and they end up in a church Mm -hmm. I I just feel like these are things that fell through the continuity gap and it doesn't hurt anything it's just these are the little things that bug me when I'm watching something and I'm paying attention well
0: yeah (laughs) I don't think it was meant to be benched especially like from
2: 1994
0: yeah yeah I get you I get you the 90s loved
4: their mother-daughter passion shows didn't they oh
3: yeah (laughs)
4: Beverly Hills 90210 had a mother-daughter fashion show, did they? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. That went horribly awry,
2: and it was very entertaining.
0: (laughs) Were were any of you ever in one?
2: No. Any of you, meaning you weren't. (laughs) I was not.
1: (laughs) I was in a fashion show. I don't remember doing
2: one with my mom, though. I like the fact that... Once again, that was a, more of a story about the mom and her vanity and her wanting yeah. to get some accolades and her fear of aging and all that. And the yeah. daughter was actually acknowledged by Claire James or mm-hmm. Angela. She, she finally sees her sister and says, mm-hmm. "I yeah. think I know a daughter that would fit here." And then she's been saying this the entire episode. It's like, "Hey, yeah. I Hello. can do it." <laughs> I love that episode where she starts off as like, I have the ability to be invisible. <laughs> 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 Listening to all this adult conversation around her. It's like, hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, what, so Jared
1: Leto at that time was 23. Mm-hmm. And Claire mm-hmm. Danes was 15. And they're doing all that kissing. Yeah, They wouldn't be doing that today. Would they?
2: Mm, probably not. Mm -mm. well here's here's a interesting that you're bringing that up (laughs) all these shows man all these kids shows that people watch like the dawson creaks and the whatnot it's like you're not supposed to fetishize youth you're not supposed to even look at them and yet it's on tv every single freaking night that's all they have it's like i miss out on all these new stars coming up because they go through this mill that I don't pay attention yeah. to. It's these yeah, kinds same. of shows. Well, and suddenly yeah, they'll it's... appear in a movie and it's like, oh, you know that guy from this. And I'm like, I, I know. Like, nope. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, but but like life. a huge, a huge difference in it is that most of them weren't Claire's age. Most of them were, like you said, in their 20s or right. some, some were 30. And so right. you would see them kissing or having sex and it wouldn't be that big a deal um, right. because like they weren't really that age. Like it's weird.
2: But weren't the Freaks but, and Geeks staff like pretty young when that show was on? They seem pretty young. Let me see how because like they're are. they're now, you know, you know, you've got your Seth Rogans and all those characters oh, yeah. who are are came from that group. Yeah. Um, yeah. that seems to be in line with the show as far as mining yeah. a youth. I would say that
4: Mila Kunas was 15 when that 70 show started, and I don't think Ashton Kutcher was 23, but I mean, he's certainly older than her. So it's, I don't know, I guess different rules apply.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But the, but them being, yeah. they're being eight years apart and that much kissing.
2: <laughs> it's just kissing. Who cares? No, I know, <laughs> but it's just, yeah. it's
3: just interesting. I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, Kelly. No, I was no, gonna I, I, I watched Married with Children a lot growing up, and they really they did fetishize. Um, like what's yeah. her name, Kelly? Yeah, I that can't remember her name right same. now. Yeah. He, he, yeah, oh, Kelly, um can't remember her, no, her name right now. I'll look it up, Christina, but yeah, Christina Applegate. Uh, yes, Christina yeah. Um, like they sexualized the hell out of that girl, and like she mm-hmm. was very young, mm-hmm. so maybe it was just the times.
2: Now she's <laughs> in dead to me and kicking ass, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think most of yeah. like the 15-year-olds who are on TV now are like on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. Yeah. And so yeah. you know, we we probably never see them until like Zendaya, yeah. you know, she was in uh euphoria, you know. And yeah. she had been in a bunch of stuff before that. And <laughs> so
2: yeah. Yep, she's definitely the new it girl. She's the Sean Young of the 2020s. Okay. Mm-hmm. well i I do want to go back to ricky um because like when you were talking about uh, angela you definitely struck me as being ricky's point of view about that family as well and it it just they have back-to-back episodes about him being homeless Mm -hmm. they had the christmas episode and then you think that's resolved and then you have the next episode where like the gay teacher gets involved and goes and confronts that family and gives them a ration of shit it's like i'm, I'm sorry I, I i stopped i gave up coffee <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> coffee
0: is very important
2: <laughs> but, but um, i i do appreciate the fact <laughs> nice that ricky entertains the notion of trying to be straight and mm-hmm. the girl sets him straight and says, Yeah, no, one of the reasons I, I'm I'm into you is because you're safe. Uh essentially. But like, you know, be who you are. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. don't try and be something else. I, I'm glad they didn't go down that path. I was seeing that whole episode mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of yeah. play out in front of me and they just snipped it in the bud. And I was mm-hmm. like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. thank yeah. you very much
3: I that's one thing i did really appreciate besides what you just said um, about this show is that he, they could have made him just the gay best friend and left it at that but we mm. got to see so much more with him so many like layers of his layers were pulled back um and he, he was actually probably my favorite character during this rewatch like i wanted to give him the entire world everybody else at times like i, I hate you i don't want to watch <laughs> this anymore <laughs> like why would you say this um like, but yeah, like he—he he was like the best throughout the entire series.
2: But like the, they, film, the, show, times, let's say, the show gave people the the runway to be unlikable, which was nice. Yes, because that helps yes. you see change. Like the, the the biggest issue with most comedies or or network TV, as I like to call it, is that nothing changes. Yeah. It's just a recycle, and you you start over with the next one and everything changed with this and I love the fact that while uh, Rayanne ends up Mm -hmm. getting shafted by this mistake that she made she does go on and she forges Mm -hmm. a new relationship with Sarah which like wasn't foreseen and that could be just as strong a bond it's like when she tugs her hair and said duh twice or duh squared mm. I, I was like nice callback! well done bravo yeah. <laughs> they're paying attention they care about these characters and they care enough to you know, make them make sense that, that's yeah. the thing that bugs me the most when watching shows it's like if this doesn't make sense I'm going to have an issue with it
3: they did make mistakes Jordan and um, Rayanne. like I still cared about them if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like they weren't just these characters. Because like Jordan could have just been this Jake Ryan caricature for the entire season. He wasn't he um like reading disability and like he, he actually liked Angela a lot. Like you could tell he liked her a lot. And mm-hmm. um, like my favorite scene with him was him actually bonding with her mother at the end.
2: Was that weird? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I can understand the mistake that they made. They both wanted the same person and mm-hmm. one was acting like that person and this was an opportunity for him to have sex with her essentially yeah it, it yeah. made perfect sense the you know circumstances i mean it's, no. it's a, it was a horrible thing to do and if she found out yeah. about it it'd be terrible and god damn you brian <laughs> you fucking <laughs> guy yeah <laughs> one damn camera
3: one thing I wish they had explored, but they didn't because it was the 90s, um, that bandmate, uh, Jordan's friend who was always showing up whenever they were kissing, Like I feel like he had a thing for Jordan and I kind of wanted him and Ricky to hook up at the end.
1: Uh, like, you know the, the bandmate who just kept always showing up
3: <laughs> and I am like, oh, you kind of like Jordan yeah. too, don't you? <laughs> so
1: been. I wish
3: I, I could have explored that, but it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I'd you like- guys want to know? Oh, well,
0: yeah. Yes, from, from yes. What yes. would have happened in season what would have two? Happened.
3: Yes. So, this is straight from the mouth of the show creator, Winnie Holtzman. She said, Winnie had plans to have Patty and Graham get a divorce. Um, after the divorce, Patty was to have a severe and even clinical depression. Winnie's reasoning was that many teenagers have to deal with this and deal with suddenly having to take charge, even though she kind of took charge a lot anyway. Uh, she also wanted to have someone get pregnant. I'm glad she didn't do that and felt Sharon would have been an obvious choice. Um, let me see. Who, and who, not Rayanne. Who,
0: who would have been the choice?
3: Sharon. The the other best friend. Yeah,
2: Sharon. That, yeah, that was a good one. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
0: but otherwise, good girl.
2: Who demanded? Yeah. Who demanded? You must use a condom every. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Um, Beth Armstrong recounted that holtzman had told her that Graham would have an affair. I saw that coming with oh, yeah. Low- Lowenthal. Yeah. That was so coming. Um, yeah, Patty would have had a deep depression and Angela would have to take a leadership role. It was planned that Ricky would have more trouble, of course, given more trouble. Um, what was ultimately uh-huh. going to get Patty up and out of her depression was something terrible that was happening to Ricky. So she was going to be more active there. Aww. Ricky was somehow going to get in trouble and that was going to get her up out of bed. Um, she said also uh, the second Ooh, season would so them- have been Jordan. So then
0: ricky coming to the house after he's been beaten up and everything that wasn't enough to like hello well no this is this, this
3: is when she's yeah, depressed like in her oh, when she's, she's like oh he's in okay. trouble again yeah so that was going to pull yeah. her out of it
2: Okay. okay. She, she's now established the link with ricky after you know yeah. the, the angel pointed her to his location <laughs> in a church <laughs> how yeah. did you die um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
3: and it says that jordan would have ended up winning angela back and brian hooks up with delia despite the fact that brian and angela would both proud to be with each other so they were brian going would there hook up,
2: brian would end up with who delia, delia the girl delia, with he, the curly he hair. around
3: with yeah the nice girl who uh, had a oh, 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 oh. even though he for, was, so,
2: for a second yeah. i thought you meant angela's sister oh.
3: <laughs> who's oh, way no. too young
2: and was into brian
3: <laughs> yeah What's, what's her name? So they were going to make it's, a love triangle. Or it's a D. Square. Delia.
1: Delia.
2: No, no, no. Uh, Angela's sister. What's her name? Oh. Danielle. Danielle. Oh, okay. Danielle. I knew it was. A, that's okay. why I was like, what?
0: <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, maybe later, you know, when, when Danielle's in college, maybe then she'll uh, <laughs> go after Brian. Uh. <laughs> in the reunion. They'll be together in the reunion. Right, right. Was there I guess there was never like a reunion movie or anything like that?
1: Well, we no. know that Angela goes on to work for the c i a
0: yeah, see, and you know <laughs> I thought the same and, thing it's like that yeah, was that character
1: continuing in, right in and Homeland. brian Brian does Columbine, <laughs> and um does oh. Ricky go to pose or um, oh yeah what does Ricky do yeah
0: he went to space and he did he did it yeah the actors in space um and what discovery discovery mm-hmm.
1: oh cool um and and what about Jordan is does he stop like a garage band
3: oh no he has oh he has won an Oscar oh, already and he has oh, a well,
1: yeah. all right so <laughs> okay
2: there was a reunion
3: yeah. <gasps> I want I'd Zoom. Oh. Ah. That's so
1: cool.
3: Yeah. Also, oh, that was yeah.
1: uh that was this year in especially. Oh 2020. Okay. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah, the girl
4: who played Ray
1: is now like <coughs> Countess of Devon. I oh, read wow. that recently, what? yeah.
2: And there ah, is
1: Jared didn't go.
2: No. He's too cool. Too cool for school. Yes. <laughs> there is also a book that continues it. Oh, oh, how cool! That has very mixed reviews. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very, okay. it's like I loved it. It's shit. I loved it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That was my little bit of research this morning after the marathon. Well, thank you. cool I was inspired because it was a good show thank you for introducing me to my so-called life I would not have seen it otherwise (laughs) I
0: definitely wouldn't either
2: (laughs) you know what was funny I was thinking while I was watching the first episode this is just like Oz this is like a prison show and then the show goes to the cafeteria and mentions that it's like a prison I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started to like it. <laughs> it started calling it out. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, then only I'm if, sure
0: Tom Fontana was watching and while he was writing on. us.
1: <laughs> only there wasn't enough cock. <laughs> uh,
2: thankfully, just the right amount <laughs> Well, because, <laughs> what, you know, your, your quote, me. your sound
1: bite we will was never forget too much that sound cock. Bite. <laughs> right for Oz. So for this one, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep,
4: one yeah. day we'll watch a show that will have the right amount of cogs.
1: For yep. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> what about for us? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> I'm guessing that that I don't know if that amount would be different. You know, I won't go on that tangent. <laughs> let's yeah, let's
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Not so. touching it. Leaving
0: it alone. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll have to see if next month's show will will have enough or too much or too little. But is, isn't it a Jason Isaacs? Yeah. Um, awake. So yeah. that might be a good amount. So.
1: Speaking of Jason Isaacs did any of y'all watch the harry potter 20th anniversary yes. special on hbmx yes Woo! Mm-hmm. i got More teary-eyed at the beginning yeah mm-hmm. there are a couple other places too i enjoyed it
4: yeah. i enjoyed it I, there were people missing that i was a little disappointed by um, mm-hmm. but overall i think they did a good job Although I was reading this morning that they show a picture that they claim is Emma Watson, and it's not actually Emma Watson, it's Emma Roberts. (gasps) Oh my God. There was an article this morning, and um, they show this photo of like a tiny little girl with Minnie Mouse ears Mm -hmm. um, while they're talking to Emma Watson. And apparently, this is a photo that Emma Roberts had posted on her Instagram last year, or something.
1: Someone got confused.
4: Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I, I I think it was it was great. Everybody looked really good.
1: Yeah, some of the stories were just fabulous.
4: I loved Daniel Radcliffe like wishing he were ten years older so he could go after Helena Bonham
1: <laughs> That was so sweet. <laughs> was so
2: His episode in extras is pretty extra have you seen that series have you seen that series the ricky gervais oh
4: clips of his episode but i've never seen
2: it's a fabulous episode (laughs) where he's a randy little boy (laughs) on the set of harry potter (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) well his
4: lord his scene in uh the most recent Um, season of Miracle Workers. I don't know if anybody watches that. Um, It's a really great anthology comedy series on, I want to say TBS. Yeah. Um, The first season, it was Miracle Workers and they were all people who worked in heaven. Steve Buscemi was God. Um, The second season was the Middle Ages and then this last season was Oregon Trail. And there was a scene of Dan Radcliffe singing She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. Um, but, you know, the clothes, I think he plays a priest in this season, but the clothes get ripped off and he's got, like, the fish nets and he's very, like, Dr. Frankenfutter. Um, nice.
2: So He's branching out. <laughs> yeah. He's doing his own thing. Guns akimbo, as it were. That's a movie he did. Okay. <laughs> in too. case you didn't get the reference. <laughs> no. No.
4: Jason Isaacs looked very good in the reunion.
2: Jason Isaacs is a he man. He kind of always looks
4: good, yeah.
2: He's got those <laughs> steely eyes that yeah. bore looked, through you.
4: Yeah, he looked better than Gary Oldman,
1: I say. Well,
2: Gary Oldman's older than Turner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah. Jason Isaacs <laughs> is significantly younger.
2: I just—I miss- think you'll enjoy a week. Has anybody seen the show? Only right. the first uh, episode,
1: right? What you a think? A long Gordon? time ago, loved it.
2: I-, I wanted to see
3: more. Yeah, Yay.
2: <laughs> it's got several favorites in it. You'll like—you'll like who is in the show. Okay, great. And the Looking show is very clever in mm-hmm. the way it does its thing, and it has an end. Cool. oh good
0: good <laughs> is it, what nice. what year is it from Do you know uh, 2012 oh okay 2012 cool. so when they were like okay let's, 10 years ago right let's finish oh, it wow. on, just in case
2: <laughs> oh they knew it wasn't getting
0: rid of. oh did and they
2: they? Went, they went oh there you go <laughs> okay and it, it worked okay it was will mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah cool cool looking forward to that so that's for February's one and done. Start oh, now.
2: Don't be like Chris.
0: Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got a lot to watch between now and then. <laughs> so, uh-huh. And you can find it. We've we've seen it on, the, on this. Uh, we've used this channel once before, the MHZ <laughs> Choice. Uh-huh. Um, so if you have a different email address, you can do another free trial <laughs> and, and watch it. So. Uh, that and for next week for those of you joining us next week we are doing the Rashomon effect and we are watching the original movie Rashomon on HBO Max and Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai on Criterion and there was also an animated film Hoodwinked That it's on YouTube that's the only place where it's streaming because it's kind of missing from the other streaming services, so that's okay.
3: That sucks. That was a fun movie. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: you, Good. You've seen it before. I, I haven't, but I've heard that it's like a good example of the Rashomon effect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Looking forward to that. So Chris and Amelia, we will see you again next month and court and kelly and we'll see you next week
2: (laughs) everybody else geek on whoa (laughs) that's too much cock